0: hi everyone thank you for joining me and thank you et always joining me I appreciate that uh today uh, i'm going to share with you some news the first one is uh it's on the uh, venturebeat.com and the title is why the future of metaverse can only be decentralized yeah today i read a lot of interesting news and it's all about metaverse and all about you know like uh, I studied some DAO, um, Decentralized aut- Autonomous um, Organization. Um, a lot of interesting things happening right now. So the first one that in this, um, in this article, it talks about, you know, in the future, the um, DAO uh, is called uh, Decentralized aut- Autonomous uh, Organization. Um, okay, let me make sure it's right. Anonymous uh, organizations, yeah, this will be the really important way of doing transactions in this, you know, metaverse world. And um, there's another article that I I forgot the name of. uh say Polygon Studio. Um, the, the CEO said that um, you know, in the future, the metaverse has to be decentralized. If it is decentralized, then the you know the way that we pay, the payment system needs to be you know like more. I would say um, uh, it's it's not the way that we are doing in the world right now. Everything is centralized by banks and government, right? Um, now, if it is you know everything is decentralized, then we have to have something that uh, you know kind of help us to um, you know do. Do the transaction in this digital world. So as for DAO, the, the main concept is that whoever built something, right? When they sell, they always can, can get a little bit cut once the, the goods being transacted to other people. For example, if I create a painting, right? I use NFT, then I sell to uh, buyer A, and I can get uh, the majority of cut, but after I sell to, uh, after buyer A sell to other people, uh, the creator still can get a small percentage of it. Uh, it seems like that, um, yeah. So um, yeah, I, I I, personally think this is a very interesting concept because before uh, you can pretty much buy off something, right? But DAO allows, you know, the creator or encourage the creator to create more and more stuff because the more you create, the more percentage uh, of the goods uh, you can get, even though it's a small cut, but it's still like a favor to the creator. So I think this is a very interesting uh, concept. And uh, yeah, and people really think that uh, the decentralized, can uh, the the decentralized world well really helps people to you know um to 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 uh, live in this digital world? So any thoughts, comments on you know like a DAO's idea? I I'm fascinated with this concept. Yeah.
1: Hi, um, this is Et. Um, I remember back in the early nineties. I worked for the incubator at the Russian consulate, and they were doing online casinos, and you could buy uh, digital chips and do betting. This is before you know there was a whole uh, uh, shopping card and commercial web enterprise, and this reminds me a lot of that. Mm. You know, you it, you it, you still used a Visa card, you still had to have money, but then once you were gambling. You know, because the ruble wasn't worth anything, really, you know, and yeah. Gorbachev is relocating to the U.S. And so he got very creative hmm. and others, you know, in China and India were doing the same thing. They actually had barges hmm. or a little Cayman Island somewhere where they were had a bunch of servers and doing uh, casinos. OK, hmm. yeah. so this kind of reminds me back to that. Hmm. But I love the DAOs. I love the concept. I work in healthcare, so I want people to be creative and write software Mm. and games and things, you know, to keep people healthy, Mm. prevent diabetes. Mm. I don't want them to spend $5,000 for a Gucci handbag and then have (laughs) fees for their avatars. I'd rather they think about their health and the long-term goals, you know? Mm. Yeah. If if you have play money like you would for a casino, yeah, Mm. go out there, try it, you know, play with it but don't sell your car or or you know have to go bankrupt you know sometimes you get gamblers who have go bankrupt and sometimes they you know <laughs> guido comes because breaks their legs you, know, you don't want to go there so just be wise with what you're doing I am really surprised that big hmm. companies like Sotheby's you know hmm. the big art world uh, has gotten into this game with luxury brands um, mm. and Porsche, you know, cars, things like that. Mm. I think they're trying to do more of an exclusivity thing, but mm. then sell it to the masses, you know. Yeah. So, so I kind of see that perspective, and then I see a lot of these meta real estate. You know, they give you a deed, but yeah, I just feel like, to me, that's just games. That's that's just pretend. Yeah, If if you can have a core value, like let's say a school, like you're Mm. building a a digital school Mm. and I want to resell, you know, I want to start my own classes, maybe in Spanish, Mm. you know, for, for, for uh, young uh, Latinos, Mm. um, then you should have the right to own your content.
0: Yeah.
1: um, Have NFTs for your voice, your graphics, your Mm. videos, Mm. and then me and you know maybe 20 of my students would just keep building off of what you do you know Mm. and and the way we do that is we trace it through the blockchain through the audit trails Mm. when i worked for mainframe companies that did atm systems we had audit trails we had all kinds of of uh, encryption and connections for atm systems Mm. to validate down to the tenth decimal of a penny You know, uh, for currency exchange, electronic Mm. funds transfer. But that was all owned by banks, right? We just Mm. did the processing. Now, like I said, you have all of these folks. You and I could open a digital bank, you know, Mm. and create NFTs uh, for podcasts and things. So it's, it's a wild, wild west. But I think the concept is good, but I don't want people to fall into bankruptcy or, you know, commit suicide because they feel like they failed.
0: You <laughs> already
1: hear stories about people's Bitcoins disappearing. And oh now that I'm retired, I'm saying, gee, I'm glad I didn't do that, you know? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can tell you that even though I, I, I am talking and I'm, I care about NFT and Bitcoins all, all those cool stuff, but I haven't really bought anything. Yeah, I mean, I just um, create some NFTs, just testing out the water, but I didn't really uh, jump in as fanatic, you know, like I, I'm not crazy well, about well, putting think, actual money in. Yeah, it's
1: one thing to create it. It's another thing to buy somebody else's and bet yeah, the farm right. on it. You know, yeah. like like I said, if I spent all of my grocery money buying, like we're looking at a digital watch and NFT yeah. that digital watch and my yes. You know, my $200 a week groceries money went to that. Mm. I'd have to explain that to my husband when the table and the
0: cupboards are bare, you know? Yeah. Like on on the the kitchen table, you just put this watch, right?
1: (laughs) But on the other hand, if someone were to create um, a new food product that's very nutritional, you know, that that grows organically here in Santa Cruz, there's a lot of farming stuff and I bought their NFTs to help Mm. their business, you know, their Mm. ads and promote, uh, you know, I would feel better doing that. And then I would then buy their service. You know, I help them build their digital farm for advertising in the, in the metaverse. Yeah. But physically they would send to my porch every week, you know, fresh tomatoes or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, a, a new, new uh, healthier food. So I think it's a, it's a tag team, a yin and a yang on the physical world versus the better world. Yeah. But like the web, I wanted to get it out of casinos and porn and use it for good business purposes. So I'm hoping that the metaverse won't just be fun and games for Mark Zuckerberg, but serious business for small entrepreneurs like yourself and me to really uh, enjoy the fruits of our labors and create different kind of business models that we didn't have before.
0: Yeah, I mean, yes, something similar to um, this, um, you know, Yahoo Finance. Uh, The title of it is um, NFT Watches May Offer Interactive in the Metaverse and Blockchain, 3D Jesus Owner. So pretty much um, this guy is the one who create a lot of NFT watches and he himself kind of, you know, Create all those like really really cool 3D watches, and he said that he loves all of them because those are very creative. I think he changed the name, kind of you know Rolex, but he he his brand is Rodax. So right now he has so many you know digital watches, and it's how much is it? that? That that let's take a look. Wow, six. Oh wow, seventeen thousand dollars for this watch right think about that so at the beginning he was creating this and he his concept is that because people who love buying watch are those who are really into details so because of this uh, th- this concept so he creates all his you know uh, watches. Uh, kind of like make sure all the details of his 3d model is very very detailed so you, you can see and he kind of create different colors uh, according to different hands so um um yeah his work you know he he's like a little nft shop in uh opensea is is roaring right you you can see like um um a lot of very cool watches he created and uh, with all the you know uh, different hands and different uh, details so this is kind of something that he is doing right now however some people do suggest him or he is already kind of trying to produce the real watch according to his 3d concept uh, as nft so his goal is to do that if you buy this NFT, right, and there will be a watch sent to you, a real watch. So I think this is kind of a really, really good. I, I would say right now it seems like the, the little, you know, um, video clips or the NFT becomes the sales. Uh, kind of like, I feel like it's more like, oh, you look at this, right? And you oh, like to buy this. And later yeah. on, you will get a, a real product sent to your home. So yeah, I feel like that that makes sense and make people even want to buy it more. Yeah, not just digital, you know, movie clip, but if later on they can create the the exact um, cool uh, watch according to the design, I, I would say, yeah, maybe maybe I will buy one, right? Yeah, well, what do you think? Well, seventeen thousand dollars. I I would rather have
1: something I could show off than just you know <laughs> have to show you on my laptop or my phone. Um, but but this is the model that I was talking about, like the food service, mm-hmm. where where you create yeah. a market, mm-hmm. you create interests. Mm-hmm. He obviously is very good at what he's doing because mm-hmm. somebody's paying seventeen thousand for for this yeah. digital design. Yeah. But again, the he he's he's gotten a market share and a branding hmm. so therefore he could go to cartier or uh, you know some a, a rolex and hmm. or some other even start up a, a new a, a new um, hmm. watch company you know hmm. and say uh, i'll i'll license my designs to you and you make the real watches or you mm.
0: make
1: yeah and, and, and pay it in, with
0: this and yeah. put it
1: in the dealerships that you already have you know the retail stores the airport uh, what they call those at the airport the the no tax uh, mm. depots what, what those are called you know where, where the people the jet setters go that would buy you know a hundred thousand dollar watch mm. and also i look at the long term the vintage he wants mm. to make them exclusive so like the old vintage Rolex or Timex. Um, oh, Jesus. I, I just remembered Intel huh. created a chromatic watch mm. with a chip mm. back in the late 70s. But mm. we didn't have a distribution. We couldn't sell it. We didn't mm. know how. Mm. So they, they had it for a year and then they killed it. Mm. But the old watch, it's huge. Okay. Mm. But it was wow. very advanced. Those suckers sell for a thousand two thousand dollars and mm. and i remember i tried to give them away when people mm. would buy chip orders because we we didn't, we couldn't sell them but now they're worth something because they're vintage you know yeah so it's a funny story about watches and jewelry you know i myself yeah. have probably 10 or 12 watches and i don't even wear half of them oh I, yeah
0: i i personally like um you know apple watch i i mean it, it's kind of like 400 300 dollars Right, well, I one. Have, yeah. I have fancy ones
1: with golds and diamonds and I'm oh, actually yeah, afraid yeah. To, afraid to wear them because <laughs> I've
0: grandkids, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> so I, I, I can, wear they, this
1: yeah. They scratch, they scratch my clothes. So, you know, they're too fancy. So, I am yeah. like you. I like a one that has apps in it, you know. So, that's the one yeah. I wear. But this I, guy, I, yeah. he's got something. We have to we have to give him kudos for the business model. But again, yeah. it, it points back to my theory that you have mm-hmm. to somewhere cross the line into the physical world and then have um, a monetary real dollars and cents, mm-hmm. you know, coin, real coin, not mm-hmm. digital coin to back that up mm-hmm. so that it will last, you know, into the future. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, if if something happens to just the digital world, you mm-hmm. um, everyone would be doing what he's doing and that dilutes the value, you know?
0: Yeah, I do think this is a very smart way of uh, doing it. Use Like using NFT as a marketing way of selling actual product. That's something that I can accept because I still couldn't imagine that, hey, this movie clips (laughs) is 25K. (laughs) It's just a little bit too much. And to be honest with you, I can even, you know, I don't know grab it or you know well i don't record even record it right
1: i don't know with this digital watch if you can even use it as a food timer you know does it have yeah, any can can you can, can even <laughs> yeah there is no
0: function
1: do i right? still have it's, to use my alexa to, to to tell me when my eggs are cooked you know i just yeah. feel like if you're gonna buy a seventeen thousand dollar nft i want it to do something you know i want mm. it to talk to me or something <laughs> Yeah, make
0: so, the noise. <laughs> so, so, so I do think that later on, if uh, he can, you know, figure out a way to manufacture his amazing 3D art, then yeah, if you buy one and you can get, you know, maybe same material used uh, gold, right? Because I would say 25K, if the entire watch was made of gold, I think it should be fine, right? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I know gold is roaring right now. The price is roaring right now. Yeah. So it's very interesting to see that people start using uh, NFT as uh, the way of doing the marketing and probably pre-order, right? Because he needs money to you know manufacture it. So maybe NFT can be the way of pre-ordering some some stuff, right? And yeah, I, I personally really love this types of idea. Maybe, you know, yeah, this will be the new types of marketing that NFT thumbnails will be, you know, people pre-order something and once the owner get the money and they can start pr- producing something. So I think, yeah, this is a pretty cool way of uh, looking at the new business model. Yeah, okay, so another one is, oh yeah, so, Uh, Yeah, I I look up DAO and I really think this is a very interesting way. So the definition of DAO is basically a group of people who have some sort of more formal ownership over something that they are working on. So a really good example is from gaming world that a lot of ecosystem has actually borrowed from this uh, um, kind of like, um, ways of doing things so pretty much you know players who come together and they are working towards some sort of shared goals or some shared value they create together so yeah so this is definitely like in more like a public ownership right and uh, I to be honest with you this is this is probably the second time that I see DAO this these types of concept. so yeah so I would say um, something um, it is kind of start changing things right now. So yeah, what 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 do you think about um, um, the 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 new concept like a DAO or um, yeah? Like I
1: said, it reminds me of the old internet days when mm-hmm. we we were looking at what else you could do with technology. Uh, and mm-hmm. even when I worked with Intel in the seventies, we created chips. Mm-hmm. But it's like a chip is dumb until you get. Yeah applications and you can have factories to produce, you know, I used to take back orders all the time. Mm -hmm. We couldn't deliver, you know, I would take a a six month and even a year back orders for eighty eighty Intel chips. They were so popular, but we had to work very hard on the branding and position and working with other tech companies, uh, you know, to, Mm -hmm. to build that business. So to me, this is what's old is new. Um the only caution i have in the metaverse is that we could create like the the dot com bubble where there's mm. so much crap going on that everything implodes yeah but i'm hoping if you do have a good uh reliable business model and you mm. do have serious community mm. um that it will it will survive right yeah right um also i think young people who don't have, you know, retired pensions like me or, or don't. I, I don't
0: think we, in this world in right Google, now, right? No, it's we like don't the big have tech pension.
1: companies, the big tech companies that you work for, you consider you a contractor. So you don't mm-hmm. get the wealth that they do. And I think that's no. why they're trillion dollar companies. Um, I can't remember the fellow he's Brazilian who mm-hmm. sold his company to Adobe. Mm-hmm. And he said, I will only do the deal with you if you let me do nfts or creators and that has actually been a boon you know Mm. especially in the gaming world because now you can buy the digital assets and adobe's Mm. promoting it and um epic unreal and unity and everybody else uh is is along those games uh, you know along those lines Mm. so that artists can uh you know own their create their creativeness it's not like you just give it to adobe and you get nothing you know hmm. so i feel that the the young people and uh, people that are doing you know reinventing themselves seniors like myself we're living longer we're we're looking for ways to create uh, and new technology and, and get paid yeah. uh, without having to you know go to work live in san francisco etc <laughs> so i can sit here in my little beach house and and create content with you or my other friends for Health and wellness, and Mm. build a metaverse—you know, a a little a little wellness clinic or something, or some sort of advice. And also, I call it more of an infotainment: is Mm. that people are crossing the (laughs) the the creativity and the fun of games Mm. into the business and the everyday life. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 so if you can use those. That kind of creativity with multimodal, and I, I, I always have a mantra that the metaverse should not be a silent movie. As much as I love all of the 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 3D animation stuff that you're teaching me, I always say, "Well, this is cool," but to me, there's there's no human interaction. So I'm trying to build a voice component to Mm -hmm. really bring it to the masses. To then, you know, have it in multiple languages so people can understand your art and appreciate it and put their voiceovers and their music and their interactions Mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. So it'll be a great journey. And that's why it's cool to work with you and and the other people in your group to make this kind of stuff happen. I don't want to work for Facebook. I don't think they own the metaverse or meta. (laughs) And, and that's, that's my, my thing. Uh, You started the conversation about decentralization and, because banking has been decentralized, healthcare is being decentralized. There's no reason why the metaverse shouldn't be decentralized, also.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, before you mentioned that AI, right, like the voice, you want to um, implement some voice. And today there is another news called, uh, it's in techcrunch.com. And the title is, in metaverse, responsible AI must be a priority. Okay. So, in this article, it talks about AI because you know, for example, I have an avatar and you have an avatar, and you speak Spanish and I speak Chinese, right? But that, that, that said, that um, and how can we communicate uh, successfully? And it will bring the you know the AI start you know translate. But as for translation, it's a little hard because for language, there are a lot of different tones or different expressions. And how AI can also translate all all those all those uh, you know expressions without having bias, right? We all know that, uh, for example, like in this um, um, in this article, it talks about we've seen how AI can create gender bias. For example, uh, AI will give larger credit card limits to men than women, right? So uh, if everything is being you know kind of automate by AI or, you know, we give AI a lot of power to, you know, translate uh, the language between humans or, you know, to kind of doing a lot of things that, you know, that uh, we kind of want them to kind of govern or, you know, control instead of human, you know, centralized, you know, a certain human. And uh, I, I would say this is a very interesting topic because, you um, the bias who program like who whoever program AI can give its commanding or ra- validation access right yeah. so the bar the standard um, for example if all the male engineer right um kind of create um the AI then it will favor a certain type of gender race right a certain type of group of people and uh, so how can we um, kind of eliminate those bias by implement the AI? I think it's a very important thing for the metaverse. Yeah, so any thoughts? Uh, yeah,
1: um, when I first got into healthcare and, and we had the textbooks, we, we didn't have so many online classes and all that. Um, I had a friend who was a, a Harvard doctor and gave me books about uh, women's drugs, hmm. uh, that, birth control and things like that hmm. in the 60s and 70s. But none of those drugs were ever tested on women. They were hmm. tested on young men, 20 yeah. year old, yeah. uh, medical students. So you didn't really know When you're giving a woman birth control pills and they they were they were FDA approved back then, Mm -hmm. you know, right when the FDA was getting started, they didn't, I think, really get it Mm -hmm. is that a lot of medicine was created but never tested and cleared for that physiology, you know, so Mm -hmm. there's definitely a bias, you know, here I'm going (laughs) to make a drug. And, and and i go why is this happening why don't we change this so it took yeah. many years but you know now we have specialized healthcare for women
0: yeah
1: and and we have clinical trials and we have a lot of animal studies to find out what is the truth mm-hmm. in the the physiology and you know what what medications are safe mm-hmm. so now i kind of take that thought into the language models that i'm building for voice hmm. ai hmm. and the same thing yeah i'm already running into conflicts when i have my smart avatar my conversational avatar hmm. she wants to talk about heart hmm. but then when i get her to talk about cancer she gets confused or you know gets kind of the developers and myself we kind of made a garden for cardiac for for heart oh cardiac
0: heart. yeah and that's usually people oncology. won't
1: say that right? yeah yeah well that's the health term it, it, even though you say heart
0: oh you will translate model, to we heart.
1: say cardiac you know uh, cardiology you know, all of the the fuzzy the fuzzy terms you know mm. so whatever you blurt out it still mm. relates to that okay because mm. we have to look at the medical records then we tag that but then you build another garden for oncology. But mm. what happens when you have a patient that has heart problems and then gets
0: cancer? You have oh, to- yeah, it's two, right? Because you know, one- there are so many combination of disease, and people who got one disease usually it's the combination of right. them make them really sick.
1: Right. There is no perfect specimen. We are not iPhones, you know. So you can't build mm. a healthcare model for mm. one thing, and so everyone
0: it- is different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So.
1: So I tried to work, you know, with IBM Watson and some of these other things. And Mm. frankly, we couldn't do it. You know, there was too much, too much that couldn't be done. And now IBM is not doing healthcare because it's a bitch. Okay. So the the other thing I like is that since 2000, when I Mm. worked in cancer, you Mm. know, I worked for one university um, and big health care center here in the Bay Area, Mm. but we never really communicated. With our research with other big oncology health centers, you know, Mm. we didn't have the technology or the the business models, you know, everything was siloed. But then Mm. the government stepped in the NIH and all this and said, if you want to get funding from us, you all have to be in the same sandbox Mm. and and put all your data together and build better models for Mm. oncology research. So the same thing has to apply here for AI. We are yeah. using AI for healthcare, but it's gonna take time. You yeah. can't just expect the robot to give you a, a, a diagnosis and say you have cancer, you don't, because I got fuzzy answers on your cardiac thing. I didn't <laughs> did not compute and yeah. just overlook certain things. Mm. And um, but we do have, like I said now, more access. Mm. And you can actually, what we do is we have user studies where hmm. the A-B testing, you know, where people go, actually go in and, and give voice samples or, or, or do transactions hmm. to help identify the bias. Hmm. Maybe I don't understand your your question, or I don't understand your tone of voice, or hmm. you have a dialect that is hard to, to, um, yeah, to define, right, and therefore hmm. you get wrong answers or you get no answers. So there's yeah. still a lot of work to be done, but I think in time, just like we did with psychology, it, it gets better. Hmm. Uh, but you can't just stop. You have to. You have to keep working. You know, it's like I call it the never-ending story. The, hmm. Doing uh, health research is a never-ending story. Yeah. Uh, and th- this AI is a perfect example of that. I do like the fact that we can use AI to look through all the publications. Yeah. Translate. Um, research from japan yeah. or germany mm-hmm. and incorporate that into our clinical studies so yeah uh, i never had that power before and yeah. it's expensive it's not cheap you know but yeah. but that that's pretty cool i i i really think that that's that's uh, opens up so much more opportunity and also addressing health mm-hmm. issues around yeah. the world
0: mm-hmm. not just u.s only you know something like that yeah yeah, and I think that um human and machine, especially uh human has more complicated, I would say, emotion, right? Or um for different languages, they there are, I don't know, sarcasm, right? Or some different tones or different contexts, it might have different meanings. And AI, if when they translate and if they kind of mistranslate or you know, something then. It might uh, change the meanings, right? So um, I think for this part is a very interesting part. It's related to linguist, right, and also the psy- psy- psychology. So yeah, and human machine interface. So yeah, it's very interesting to um, to explore and make sure that um, you know the AI can really help us not really create a lot of problems inside the uh, metaverse yeah cool so i think our time is around the end yeah thank you et for joining me today and uh yeah hopefully see you next week yeah i'll i'll uh look forward to that thank you yeah thank you Mm, bye bye